Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a scruffy nerf herder known throughout the galaxy as Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. That's Jeff Clark. (laughs) And sending a hollow message from Jabba's sex dungeon, the gay bearded Wookiee known as Shuddy Boy. May the fourth be with you. Man. Shuddy Boy has this Slim Jim-looking blunt hanging out of his mouth. What, what the fuck even is that? It's exactly what it is. It's a blunt. That is the skinniest, longest blunt I've ever seen. It's so thin. How'd you even get that? Take like a Virginia I, Slim. I, I used a game <laughs> cigarillo to roll it. Nice, dude. That is the Virginia Slim of blunts. That's crazy. By the way, shout out. I didn't out. realize they were that small when I bought them. But this is actually the first blunt I've ever hand rolled. Mm, I mean, huh? it's it looks like it's held together properly. Yeah, how's it smoking? It's so long, Smoke it's kind it of dork. Well. It's long and skinny, just like my dick. And brown. I- we all know I have the biggest dick out of the three of us. Let's not even no, please. You can't have try it and you spread can't any false sm- rumors. Big brain, big dick. <laughs> Tiny feet. Shit. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I by the way, real blunt. quick, before I forget, shout out to a real true stoner, a.k.a. our friend Arts, who wrote that uh, May the 4th Star Wars-themed intro for us this week. So shout out to you, Arts. Sorry, Jeff, what were you going to say about Blunts? Thanks, Arts. I was just gonna say how I didn't. I haven't rolled a blunt in like years. What? I've, yeah, I've smoked a blunt, but I haven't rolled a blunt in, in a long, long time. That's probably like good for coronavirus season because I've seen how you roll a blunt. Yeah, you, you regurgitate well, they, it like 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 um, Brundle fly. You're like Jeff Goldblum in the fly. You're just like Bleh, all over it, and then like okay, it's moistened. You might have gotten my head a little bit with that. I, I honestly, I remember. I, like one of the last times that I rolled my own blunt was like before or after you made fun of me really bad about it, and now I I don't know I haven't rolled a blunt in a while. I used to love rolling Dutch Dutch Masters, um, but I haven't I haven't done that in like maybe six or seven years. Honestly. Damn, Shuddy, what did you just almost knock over there? The ash can. Ooh. What kind of did beer have is some that? sort of or liquor or um, yeah, food it has in it too? Water in it. Jeez, that could have been real bad. What did that can initially have in it? That looks like a tall boy. It's it's exactly what it is. It's one of the Fagley's from the Brew Works, their Rude Elf Reserve. <laughs> What's that called again? Rude Elf Reserve. Oh. It's a 10.5% Christmasy beer. Oh, nice. Nice. All right, well. Shit, I did some, I did some homie shopping today. Homie shopping. Rents, 
You shopped for some homies? What'd you get me? For so, some home shopping. Oh, for homies. So I uh I went to I ran a few different errands, essential stuff, no bullshit. Um and one of the places that I went to they gave me a face mask. Now you have to wear a face mask everywhere you go. I think in the country, right? Or definitely Pretty Los much. Angeles. In Pennsylvania, everywhere. Yeah, definitely Los Angeles. So what I've been doing is just been wearing my T-shirt over my 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 face. Now, Puminati uh, Robert from Hot Head Clothing is going to ship us face masks. Well, he's definitely shipping me and my brother's face mask, and you too, Kevin, right? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with masks. I still have those surgical masks. I bought some cloth ones, and I actually ran some errands today too. I had to mail some equipment back to Sirius, and my fucking old bitch ass modem back to Spectrum. And the place I dropped it off is one of those like little shipping things. I think it was even featured in the show Barry. Uh, but the those places that accept like FedEx and UPS and USPS. I've seen a lot of them have signs in the windows saying, like, we have masks, hand sanitizer, and gloves and shit. So I stocked up, and I bought one of these, like, Bane-looking masks with the little nodule cap on it, whatever the fuck those are. <laughs> yeah, how much, <laughs> I, how much did I cost? Twelve bucks. Take a spit catcher. Yeah. So I've actually so got I've- a variety of masks. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I haven't had I haven't had a mask, so uh, homie, and thanks again to Robert at Hothead Clothing for sending me out some masks. I'll get them shortly, but I usually just use a shirt. So I went to this one spot, and I want you guys to guess which one of these locations or which one of my errands helped me out here. But I was about to go in. I put my I start to tie my shirt over my face, and one of the guys is like, "No, no, man, I got you. Don't worry." And then he pulls out a package of masks. It's here, grab one. Like, hey, thanks, dude. So I get a mask, I go in, and then he's like, Haha, that was my dirty undies. Chill. What place do you think would be cool enough and chill enough about you not having a mask and would give you a mask before coming in? All right, well, this has to be a dispensary. Of course, it's a dispensary. Of course. So I went to the circle place of this this dispensary in Long Beach called the Circle. Oh, yeah, Um, I'm familiar with them. They don't they carry the weed lean. They do, yeah. Shuddy, Shuddy told me about it. Uh, I see them I on the, the Five Star Extracts um, Instagram all the time. Yep. So there's a bunch of weed lean there, so I picked some up for the homies. It's like seriously the nicest dispenser I've ever been in. Um, they have they have like a grow room, like a big like see-through grow room, almost like a Krispy Kreme, but like with marijuana plants. <laughs> It's closed down now. It's blackened, but it should be there. Um, just a cool, beautiful, like, state-of-the-art layout. Uh, and, and it's called The Circle. There's, like, an inner, like, circle, almost, like, weed bar. And it gave me, like, circle, quite literally circle bar vibes from the Hard Rock Casino. That's, like, the, the Ellis Mania hangout spot. You, know, you remember what I'm talking about, Kevin? <laughs> no. No. You know the Circle Bar at the Hard Rock Hotel? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course I know that. I was like, wait, this, I was getting my wires crossed with the Circle, the dispensary. I'm like, wait, what? So I'm saying it gave, me, it gave me similar vibes. I was like, oh, the Puminati would fuck with this. Oh, why, were people so, recognizing you and wanting pictures? 
No, 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 no. I was making a reference out. I don't know. It was because the the marijuana bar inside the circle was a circle, like the alcohol bar at the circle bar. They both say circle in the name. Yep, they're both circle bars, so I get the vibe. Was now. This was a meaningless statement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have limited experience with dispensaries out there. Uh, but I've noticed that the nicer the dispensary, generally, the more expensive it is. How was the pricing at the circle? This pricing, I think, was better than than all the other than all the other legal spots that I've been to. Not better than like the illegal the or non regulated yeah. spots that I've been to. No, no but like uh, like the weed lean, the cheapest I've seen it is like forty five fifty. Oh damn! And this. This place was $35. Oh, wow. Yeah, because the cheapest yeah. I've seen it is 38 It's usually 38 but thirty five. I've never seen it 35 That's sick. And I got an, I got an eighth for $45, which is, and it was like 28% THC, which is kind of unheard of at like these, like, um, at these, uh, I don't know, high-profile rec shops. Like every, you, every place, it's usually like 60 bucks. Do you follow Joey Diaz at all on Twitter? Uncle Joe, he's a good follow, and he has the most inhuman weed tolerance I've ever seen. I don't, I don't know who's got it better, Arts or Joey Diaz. And I'm pretty sure if Arts knew that Joey Diaz could outsmoke him or out edible him, he would admit to it. But Joey Diaz used to eat what he would call Death Stars. I don't even think they make them anymore because they put a cap on like edible content. They were like thousand milligram gummy stars, and he would just chomp one, and do a podcast while just endlessly smoking, eating other edibles. I've I've never seen a tolerance like that. I can only imagine like what does being high even feel like for him. But anyway, he's post he posts a lot of pictures when he buys when he get when he like re ups. He'll put a picture up of the side of the packaging because it's all fucking fancy and shit now since they passed rec. And it's like some of the weed he gets is like thirty three percent. It's insane. Yeah, like flower, the highest I've seen is like thirty four, thirty five, and it's really up in your hood. But you never fuck with those things. No. Like as far as I'm I know, the best weed is seriously on your block. But, I mean, I like the weed on your block is not noticeably or much much better than the weed like in my area. But it, it it does win awards over there for sure. So yeah, like yeah, I mean, if, I'm Joey Diaz, the Hollywood guy, right? Uh, that's a good question. I or think around, he is. Like, I think he's, he's in, in this, L.A. Right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an L.A. guy. I don't know exactly which. Gotcha. Prefecture. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, and he probably gets gifted sick weed because you know he's essentially like a tastemaker at this point. Yeah, yeah. I love We're that dude. There. He's awesome. We've we've been gifted weed over the years. Not only that, we've had two weed strains named after us. We had yeah, MSPH Joey. OG and Mad Scientist Party Hour OG. As a sucker ass Joey Diaz, you probably haven't actually probably have gotten that done. <laughs> I'm sure there's been a Joey Diaz OG somewhere in the fucking yeah. There has LA to be. County. Otherwise, that would be a, a, a travesty. <laughs> well, I don't know. What's a travesty is that we don't get more weed named after us. Yeah, it's it's. It's a bummer that it only we only had a weed strain for like two months. Yeah. 
We, I, I would be down and kind of honored if there was some Dookie Boy the Cocksucker OG out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny because they would have to, like, they probably have to, like, bleep it, too. Right? Or no, they have, I like, wish we had a, yeah, I wish we had enough pull where we could, like, leverage, like, no, you write the whole thing out on every single label. Yeah. Yeah. No stars. <laughs> every letter must be in there. I don't yeah, want to see one letter missing shit. out of Cocksucker. You get sh- some Shuddy Boy OG and get some uh, Incel Messiah OG. You want to be sponsored on our fucking podcast? The label has the full title. Get a, a, a Leonard the Weed Pickle Bong. Puminati yeah. OG. We can Dude. have a, our own smoke shop. I'm actually, and I might need to consult some members of the Puminati, maybe just one, just arts, but I, I, I want to buy, I think I want to buy a bong. I haven't bought in a bong in like, I actually purchased one in over 10 years. So you know how there's a smoke shop kind of near me? Mm-hmm. So that place um, had to shut its doors, but on the they have a sign-up saying like, hey, we go on our website and we you know deliver stuff. You can buy it, we'll deliver it to you, or we can just run it out to your car. They got to be having mad sales. Like everybody basically who's still in business is doing tons of sales. There is a medical dispensary on the way to one of our stores. And every time I've driven past it recently, there's been a line outside for people to go in. Yeah. I mean, I talked about it after I went back to Jersey from, I think either my sister's wedding or Christmas. And one of my mom's friends who still lives in Jersey has her Jersey med card. And there's only a couple dispensaries in all of Jersey. The closest one to her, I think, is an hour and a half. And the weed is insanely expensive. It's like... for um, medi- It's medical, too? Yeah. They don't That's have any weird. wreck in Jersey yet. And the, the, the med card, I think, is super expensive to get, and it expires every year. And then the weed was like... I think she was telling me it was like $90 an eighth or maybe something even crazier than that. And they That's always weird. have lines. Sorry. Yeah. I say that's weird and bullshit. I mean, yeah. As far as I under uh, always understood, it medical is supposed to like keep the price kind of affordable. Not when that's your only way of getting it. They're gonna fucking squeeze every nickel they can get out of you. Yep. Man, so this well, is this. Bef- what's up, Shuddy? I was gonna say before we get too far away from uh, Robert sending those masks. Um, Everybody should check out Hothead Clothing. He does really good stuff. Um, what he does is he makes shirts that zipper for kids uh, with cancer so that when they go for chemo, they don't have to take their shirt off for the chemo to go into their chest ports. Um, so everything, oh, all of his adult stuff and everything he sells, all the proceeds get donated uh, to childhood cancer research. Nice. So That's awesome. So I picked up a couple of shirts, but yeah, it's hotheadclothing.com. Um, if you look through the pictures, you see a lot of Ellis Fam modeling for him. So definitely check it out. Oh, maybe you could and, start modeling for him, Shuddy. I mean, I Show, will. Show like a tasteful I, amount of I, ass crack? Yep. Oops, a little my bit. failed and down. He, they are selling masks. If you guys, if anybody needs masks, he is selling them. Get them from him. Nice. Good shit. 
So this one hurts, man. I was supposed to be on vacation right now. In Nolens, right? Yeah, I was supposed to go to Nolens on Thursday. So this was like my... We had two Stay. weeks off from from work. And I was going to do like a middle of my two weeks, do five days in New Orleans with my mom, my sister, and my brother-in-law. And we were just going to party and get wrecked. And then I had snowboard trips planned on either side of it. Like I was, we were still going to do MSPH today, but tomorrow I was planning on driving to like Big Bear and doing some day trips snowboarding. And then when I got back from New Orleans, do more snowboarding day trips. And uh, yeah, that... Spoiler alert, didn't happen, friends. I got, I had that trip booked. I actually booked it when the shit was going down because we were like, I don't know, most places that were shutting down was like, hey, it's got a gestation period of two weeks, so we're just going to shut down, everybody stay home for two weeks, and then it'll just blow over. And we were like, ah, we got this. Shit will be sorted out by early to mid-May. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a couple, a month, Probably a month ago, I got an email from the hotel that we had booked in New Orleans being like, hey, we're just straight up canceling your shit. We're not taking any people. No one's staying at our hotel. We're shutting down for good. Well, not for good, but like we are just closed for business. Well, New Orleans got hit bad because of Mardi Gras. (laughs) Yeah. Man. Wait, in February, though, that is. Yeah, but you have people passing it around and... Right. So people yeah, got but, it at the start, and then it just spread. But as a country, we weren't at that point. We weren't in any position. There was no thought to to like lock things down or no, shut down, right? There, well, there I guess a conversation. from what from what I remember seeing on the news with the New Orleans or the Louisiana governor uh, when this all started, there was some. They he mentioned that maybe they should have that they should the. I guess end of February it was talked about. That's when we started talking about it. We started talking about it in January. So I it remember was on the radar. It just wasn't. We started nobody. talking about it in a January Patreon because I like scrolled back, and in one of the descriptions, it says something about like me asking you guys if you're scared of the woohoo virus. Mm-hmm. In January. Yeah. Well, I like you. I bought tickets when this stuff started to kind of, um, I don't know, speed up or get more and more serious because I thought, like you, that they would figure out the situation. Um, it wouldn't take as long as it, it has or it will. Um, and I, I think would, we I, all I thought that. Cheap, cheap airplane tickets. Honestly. Yeah. So fuck yeah, let's do it. Dude, my round trip flight to New Orleans was like 250 bucks. Yeah, mine t- upstate New York was like 220 or something. Like, yeah. never, I have never seen that. <laughs> so I tried never. to, I booked it through points. So I went on the website and I was trying to just cancel it. And every time I hit the cancel button, it just refreshed the page and didn't do anything. I was like, oh, you fuck. And then I got a call fr- from somebody being like, it showed up as like something travel. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? And I called them and it was, I guess it from my credit card people being like, hey, your flight info has changed like three times since you booked it. And I was like, well, now that I got you on the phone, let's cancel that shit. And then I started getting text alerts like two days ago being like, hey, uh, 
here's the information for your Delta flight. And I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> You're boarding 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, what the hell? So I had, to, I had to go on the be on the phone for like an hour on hold with my credit card people today to oh, just fun. full on. We're on the same page, right? The shit's canceled. I'm not going to, they're not going to be fucking calling for me at the gate. And then I, I lose this booking, right? Like, no, 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 you're chill, you're chill. <laughs> they hate with the, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. Wait, are we? And we we know what's gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, did uh, you guys do a little um, shuddy? I don't know if you were. Did you have any interest in watching Bad Education? I. I know pretty much nothing about it. I have a lot of interest in seeing it, but I want to watch it with my brothers. Oh, so you didn't watch it? I haven't seen it. No, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was supposed to be homework. Sorry. Neither did I. I watched Waco instead. I thought you Um, texted it to me like it was homework, Jeff. I texted it to you like three weeks ago as well. Oh. Yeah, I, I I brought this up a while back, but I don't know. I get my bad. I'm sorry if I was misleading or confusing. I, I want to watch it and I plan on it, but I'm trying to get on the same page with my brother. And like, it's weird. You know, we we're roommates and we're bo- everyone's quarantined, but like our schedules are off. <laughs> I know that How's sounds that ridiculous. I know that sounds ridiculous. Well, my brother. So he's got his full-time job, which has been even more busy lately because the NFL draft. Obviously, now it's dying down. But he also does like a part-time job, which is like streaming video games. And I think he's been really into that. Valorant? Is that the game? He's been really into Valorant, and I know he's been streaming a lot lately. So we haven't been watching as many movies. And last night, it was definitely movie night, but we watched The Last Dance. And... I do this. I, I can't make it past nine thirty anymore, and you almost hear it in these Fortnites that me, uh, Ginger, and Kevin will meet up play Fortnite, and around like nine forty five, ten my time, like I'm pretty much falling asleep, like in the game. So like, I just I don't know between my early bedtime and um, watching Waco and all the other random little things I've been doing. I, I didn't see Bad Education, but what, what did you think? So Am I, I did anything? just l- look it up. And there was a text from you on Tuesday to me and Shuddy saying, I'm down to review the new HBO original Bad Education next week on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe you. I believe that I said that. But, like, what did you, what was your response? I don't think, I don't remember us I said, on, okay, we're all going to do this. I said, I want to see that too. My girl, Geraldine Viswanathan, is in that. I remember that conversation now. Yes. And then I responded, is that Miss Indian Tits McGee? Yes. And you said, yeah, from Cockblockers. Jeff, then, Jeff Clark never missing a shot to um, make some racial disparities. And then, well, <laughs> whatever. And then, I don't know. We just didn't. I, I don't know. My bad. My bad. I'll watch it next week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't Which even know. Which fucking excuse. Shuddy, oh, Shuddy, Shuddy was too busy fucking off. Yep. My mistake. All right, well, I took it seriously and I watched it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, let's talk about it then. I wasn't familiar with that story. 
that it's based on, like the real life events. So I wasn't What's sure. What's it based on? Some like superintendent in what Long Island who got caught up in this crazy embezzlement thing. So I didn't read anything past the blurb. And it kind of, even the blurb painted Hugh Jackman out, Hugh Jackman's character out to be like this uh, guy who is just deeply cares about his work and his students and just kind of fucked up. And it did paint that picture for a good part of the movie. The IMDb plot synopsis, if you want to give it to me, if you want me to give it to you real quick, is yeah, yeah. The beloved superintendent of New York's Roslyn School District and his staff, friends, and relatives become the prime suspects in the unfolding of the single largest public school embezzlement scandal in American history. Nice, we got some stakes. Like yeah, that. and I didn't even realize, um, you know, once once I watch it, I think they point out the guy who, or maybe I just read this in an article when I tried to Google a follow-up on how things have been since, like, where that movie ends, what's happened in real life since then. But the the guy who wrote that movie was a student at that school at the time. That's kind of Which cool. is kind of interesting, yeah. Uh, but Hugh Jackman, he is awesome in it. And you start out, and you're like, man, this guy kicks ass. Do you tell me this guy fucks up? But then towards the end, he kind of turns into a fucking dickhead. Like, it's like, oh, come like on, man. When I was the odds for you. start to stack against him, like, yeah. the pressure causes him to turn into a dickhead? Or yeah. did he just show his true character, I guess? I don't know. Maybe he does show his, his true character. Because like, in the beginning, for the most of the movie, you're rooting for him. You're like, ah, he's a good guy. He probably just did something by accident. And then like once the pressure's on him, he just he's just a prick to people. Because in the beginning of the movie, he knows everybody's name. He knows what their interests are. He's spotting like alumni that graduated 15 years prior. And you're like, wow, this guy really gives a shit. He's not showing up to work for his paycheck. He really cares about the well-being of his students and all that. And, and then it's just like, oh, he's just a scumbag. But uh, it's, it was interesting. It wasn't really all that thrilling. I don't know. Maybe the, the story in itself wasn't all that thrilling. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was expecting a little bit more cat and mouse. But it was pretty straightforward, the story. So did you have no one to root for once... He turns shitty. Uh, like, who are I you mean, pulling for in the story? Geraldine Viswanathan is like the she's like a student who works for the school paper, and she kind of like stumbles upon the breadcrumbs that lead her to like, oh fuck, there's some serious shit going down here. And as an investigative journalist, you're you're rooting for. Her. But in my mind, I was all I was thinking was like, oh, I bet Jeff Clark is so pissed at her for, oh, what a snitch. Oh, fucking. No, that's bullshit. Talented. You know I like journalism stories. Yeah. That's not snitching. That's reporting. It's reporting crimes. That's good. <laughs> I, I would root for her. I would be interested in that. But I'm just saying it just feels like an odd turn if 67 or 75% of the movie, Hugh Jackman is cool and then he just becomes a dick. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just fair. Who 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 do you root for at that point? How was Allison Janney? She was awesome. Allison Janney was awesome. Geraldine was awesome. I, I I mean I like her more. It wasn't a very funny movie. It was, you know, more of a dry drama. And I thought she was funny as fuck in Cockblockers and the package. 
and this was kind of like the first drama thing I've seen her in, and I, I feel like comedy is harder to do. Like, there's quite a few comedic actors that can cross over and do comedy and serious stuff, but I don't think there's a lot of serious actors that can flip and do comedy. So I feel like it's, it's harder to be funny than a dramatic actor, so I wish she would do more, more comedy shit, but I guess overall I give it three dicks. Yikes. It was interesting. It just wasn't really all that thrilling. And then once you're left with really nobody to root for, it's just like, oh, God, what are we fucking doing here? But uh, I, I did do a little bit of Googling on the subject of it, the guy who Hugh Jackman plays. And I guess that dude, he did his time, and he got out, and I, this might be a little bit of a spoiler thing, but you know how when you watch a movie that's based on a true story, they, they drop a couple factoids before it goes to the credits? Mm-hmm. So I guess by some weird loophole in his paperwork or the laws at the time, he's entitled to his yearly superintendent salary for the rest of his life. Holy shit. Yeah. And he, Despite going to jail, that yes. doesn't become void. Nope, he still gets it. And he's he's no longer allowed to hold any job position where he's handling or in charge of money. But he's he's still getting that paycheck. Wait, and, can he do like a cashier? Like something like, can, like <laughs> I don't seriously know if it's can, that can he be literal. like a bank teller? <laughs> Maybe they'll let bank him work teller, at Vons. Absolutely not. They won't let him anywhere near a bank when they do a background check. He can do. He can work at Shoprite, work in the register. I don't know, but uh, he also was like, because mm. I guess this whole thing went down in like two thousand one, two thousand two. So he's like, he was at a point where he was just getting his life back and putting the pieces back together and putting this whole scandal behind him. And then he found out they were making a movie about him, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, damn it! I, 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 I did my time. I'm really sorry this happened. It'll never happen again. And I was just about to get my shit back together. And now everybody's going to be reminded of what I did. So, uh, yeah. So, are you, in a way, bummed out? Like, do you think he could have learned from his pun- like his punishment and been a better guy afterwards? Possibly. Or is this guy just a dick forever? I mean, the most of the dick stuff, like, sure... Like embezzling money through school funds, yeah, that's 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 shitty. Um, but he was he was a dick to like the people around him when the screws got put on him. But who knows if they just embellished that to make the movie more interesting? You don't know if the real guy was really being a dick to people. That's like it true. even yeah. says the guy was beloved. Uh, so who knows? He got caught with his hands in the cookie jar. He fucked up. He got a little greedy. Did his time, learned his lesson. I could see how that's possible. Huh. I don't know. I'm interested to get your thoughts when you watch it, though, Jeff. Uh, what did you think of Waco? Did you watch all of it? Yeah, I watched it all. Uh, it was a six-part miniseries that was actually first released in the Paramount Network in, like, 2018, I think. Formerly uh, G4. I don't know. I don't really know what. No, I'm. I'm. Are you stating asking? a fact that the Paramount Channel? Uh, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. Shit, Paramount was some. G4 turned into Esquire. Yes. The Esquire Channel. Yeah. Uh, 
Paramount Channel was something else, like TNT, I think. Well, it wasn't really a... uh, Spike was what it was. It was Spike TV. I'm trying to pull it up now. Sorry. Oh, no. Check one, two. Check one, two. Fucking hell. Fucking computer crashed right on me. Right in the middle of the damn show. Son of bitch. Now, I got to get Shuddy and Jeff back. All right, let's see. Let's see if this works. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Whew. Man, fucking computer just crashed on me. That happened the, over this weekend too. This is isn't this a a new serious laptop? No, this is the laptop I've always been using. Oh, okay. Uh, which so you weren't recording, right? No, I was recording. Oh, so you recorded? You couldn't record while we were gone. No, while you were gone. That's what he's asking. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So you want me to just pick it up? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where Waco originated from or whatnot, but it, I watched it on the Netflix, uh, on Netflix, and it's interesting, I thought, just the timing of the release, given, you know, everyone's grumpiness with the government, and that's essentially what the story is partially based on. I How familiar, like, you guys are older than me. Was Waco a big moment in your childhood? Yeah was right i remember it because um you know i remember my family talking about it i remember waco being a funny word because it looked close to wacko mm-hmm. and in the that wacko time of my and life, waco yeah you could, like calling people wackos was a sick burn this is so weird it's blurring ali's face oh there she is it's it almost like it almost looks like ali witnessed a crime and you're interviewing her. She's the best. Um, Little shit nugget. And then I also remember like my mom saying that the guy thinks he's Jesus. And when the whole thing went down and, you know, the, the compound burned down and he died and a bunch of people died. I remember people saying like, I don't know why this stuck in my head, but I feel like I remember people on the news saying, and it couldn't have been now that I'm thinking back. But people drawing the comparison, like, okay, if this guy's really Jesus, uh, in three days, he's going to be back. So I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm going to have to remember to check in three days to see if the government just killed Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they didn't. Spoiler alert. No, wasn't him. Wrong guy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I... I don't remember much of, I don't really remember anything uh, about it happening like in the moment. I remember like my mom, my mom was like Republican growing up. She's like not anymore. But like I remember for whatever reason, like her being like anti this guy and pro the government's like response to it or, or um, uh, pro like the guy, go- yeah, the government's like response and, and, and how they handled the situation. So there's like controversy. So if anyone who I don't know, if anyone doesn't know what the story is, essentially a cult leader by the name of David Karish started uh, a, a a cult, uh, 
whatever, a religion out in the middle of Texas. He called this place Mount Caramel. It's Waco, Texas. Sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, actually. Um, I'll join that and call. You, got, it was you just guys like got compound. caramel? It was like a big-ass mansion where people would just come and hang out and listen to him teach, and they would talk about, I don't know, his his thoughts and 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 um commentary on the bible um he became a bit of a a polygamist some of his followers like you know like married him or or had their daughters marry him and i was really weird it's a it's a really weird setup not something i'm super into but you know there's freedom of religion in this country and uh, the 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 question becomes is, is this guy acting uh, within his First Amendment rights, or is he going outside of it? And I don't know. It doesn't seem like the government ever effectively proved that. Um, and this was around the time of Ruby Ridge. You know what Ruby Ridge is? No. So um, I, I'm about as familiar with Ruby Ridge as I am with the Branch Davidians. I just know that it was some sort of militia group or something at, that the FBI raided and killed so essentially it was most i think it was more like a family but they it was like one of the early scenes or one of the scenes in the first episode kind of like giving an understanding of like the fbi's position like the the climate of the country and these the fbi's like handling of these sort of matters but ruby ridge is about like a family that decided to go off the grid and just didn't want to deal with like the government or like civilization anymore. And they started, I think like, um, stockpiling weapons. Like, I don't know, just in case, or I no one really, I don't think knows officially why. And the government, um, told them like, no, you, you got to stop doing this. And we want to come like, come to the FBI headquarters, come to, uh, turn yourself in and explain like what you're doing in the middle of the woods. And the guy essentially was like, nah, fuck you. How about you come get me? And they did. And they Oops. They, they killed they killed his wife. Um, and and it turned into like a big, you know, uh, a big issue. Uh, not as big as Waco, but a similar like, you know, first right, like, or uh, first amendment rights thing um, and that, you know, people would argue about. And it got kind of bucketed in the whole Waco thing, but. Yeah, fascinating story. Uh, in terms of like the actual production itself, I thought it was really well cast. They had Michael Shannon as like the lead FBI negotiator. Yeah, he kicks ass. They had so it was a docudrama, not a like a docu documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shea they Wiggum's need... in it, right? Shea Wiggum. Uh, how do you say it? Wiggum. I think it's just Shea Wiggum. Wiggum. Shea uh, Shea Wiggum. The both okay. of those fuckers were in uh, uh it was like a board... yeah Boardwalk Empire reunion. Yep. Shay Shay Wiggum is so fucking awesome. Yeah, and he's impressive in this, and he just kills it in everything he does. I love that guy. Me too. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, uh, the most impressive I think I've I mean I've I liked him in Boardwalk Empire, but he was really good in Vice Principals as like the dirt bike riding stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> like just like that shit. Like he was fantastic. He's the best. Like he's now a name where if I see he's in a project, I'm like. Yeah, I'll check that out. Like, yeah, his name is now awesome. a draw for me. He's so fucking and good. They also had uh, the head of the FBI was the villain 
from True Detective season one. I think his name is Glenn Flesher. If you remember the, that guy? The creepy gigantic dude? Yeah. Oh. Whose role in in True Detective season one is so fucking terrifying that I can't think like that's the first thing my mind goes to. He he killed it in this. He fucking killed it in Barry. Every time I've seen this guy, Glenn, I think it's Glenn Flesher in a movie or 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 whatever, uh, a TV he show. Barry? He's he's awesome. He's and the yet, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, he, he, one of the he's NoHo Hanks boss, right? Yeah. So you're talking about um, he was also in Boardwalk Empire. Probably, yeah. His name's Glenn Flesher, if you can pull it up in front of your computer, uh, Shuddy. I'm looking him up. Yeah, and he was in Joker. Yeah, Yeah, he was Harold Remus in Boardwalk Empire. He talked in the third person. He was in charge in Cleveland. (laughs) Yeah, good call. Nice. Yeah, that guy's awesome, but because he was so fucking terrifying and true detective, it's kind of like off-putting seeing him in other roles. Like, oh, man. Like that's the first thing my mind goes to, but he, he did great. Ruth Langamore, you know, from Ozark, she yeah. was in this. Oh no, shit. one of the Colkins was in this. It's funny how much, how, how like successful and how like legit of a career the Colkins have, and Macaulay, the one who effectively opened the door for them, really doesn't do shit anymore. Yeah, he so just does Rory a podcast and collects royalty checks off of Home Alone. Yeah, but you know, it's he just he doesn't really do work. Whereas like Karen Colkin is in succession and fucking kills it. Yeah, he kicks and ass. Rory, Rory Culkin was pretty good in this. I mean, he wasn't, like, memorable, but he, he held his own. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the it, it focuses a little bit on, like, the FBI turmoil on how to handle it. Michael Shannon is a negotiator, so he's big about negotiating tactics. Shea Wiggum is a tactical guy, so he just wants to fucking, like, smoke these fools out and get them out of the house and then... You know, the guy, uh, Glenn Flesher, the uh, the bad guy in True Detective, is just overseeing the whole operation. He ends up, of course, you know, spoiler alert. It's not much of a spoiler. It's a fucking famous um, American incident. But he ends up going with the tactical approach. And it leads to, I think, 76 Branch Davidians burning in a fire. Because um, they, uh, they, they try to get him out by using tear gas. So they're going to fire tear gas into the house, and eventually they'll run out because they can't stand the tear gas. Tear gas becomes uh, catches on fire. House catches on fire. 76 Branch Davidians die, 25 of which are children. Bad look. Bad look for the FBI. Yeah. Um, now, I never, because I never, like I said, I never really got the details. I just thought it was funny that they lived in a place that was almost wacko. Why were... Why did the FBI come creeping up on them? They just thought they were a little culty, and they were like, "We got to break this shit up." Or were they like fucking kids? Yeah. Were they That's like a... hoarding weapons? Like what was? Well, they were hoarding. They they were stockpiling weapons. And the documentary, excuse me, the 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 um, the show didn't really do a good job explaining why. Outside, like I don't know. It was just like. It seemed as simple as they're in Texas and we can buy guns legally, so fuck it. This is what we're going to do. I mean, they want to be completely self-sufficient. So, you know, part of that, especially in Texas, is having home protection. So that's kind of what they did. But they did it, in a, you know, in a very uh, – um, they, they got a, a lot of guns. This is, this is essentially what I'm getting to. So I, I don't know. The government – 
you know, knew they were a cult, knew they were stockpiling weaponry, and they heard rumors that kids are being abused or held there against their will, which the documentary... See, it seems like... Not the documentary. The show seems to be supporting David Koresh, right? And 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 it seems like how history is looking back on it is that the FBI essentially attacked an American, an American family, an American like cult and pretty much lit them up. That's how it seems like it, the, the story is being told and being passed to future generations. And the doc, uh, the, the, the show took his side. I want to see a documentary on this, honestly, like there needs to be like an OJ made in America where they did the people versus OJ do Waco now give us like a Waco documentary because I don't know it's it would be tough to do because you know most of the Branch Davidians burn in the fucking fire yeah. so it's really just the winners of the battle telling the story or the FBI. Well, I think at uh, this point, if you're looking for a documentary on any subject, I, I like your odds. I feel like we are just in the golden age of drowning in documentaries. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Jeff? You got a Bruce? And I love them. Swami IPA. Oh. Oh, pizza yeah. port. Stocked up on some pizza port. I got this and the Surfari IPA. It tastes like pizza. Um, I wish it was well acted. Michael Shannon kills it. Shea Wiggum kills it. Uh, Glenn Flesher killed it. The Ruth Langamore chick did well. Taylor Kish was all right. I just thought like the David Koresh character was corny, and he wasn't charismatic enough to pull in the people that I thought he should have. I don't know. Who should he have pulled in? I would have liked to have seen Jim Carrey. No, I'm no, I'm saying like he I I didn't get it and the show didn't make the David Koresh character or Taylor Kish didn't make him charismatic enough for where it made sense. It just felt like I don't know, like this guy just gave him a basic bitch cult spiel and they were like, "Yeah, fuck it. I'm what do I have to do for the rest of my life? Yeah, I'll come live with you. <laughs> I don't know. But whatever. Um, the I would give it, like, I would suck, I think, 3.6 out of 5 dicks. It was well acted, and it was as a subject and uh, a story that I'm very, very fascinated by. And, you know, if they could if they could have drilled any deeper or if there could be a documentary, I'm definitely going to check that out. And it's a, it's a crazy story, honestly. I... Over the years, I've kind of, I'm more or less sided with the Koresh family or the Branch Davidians based on like the commentary of the late Bill Hicks, who I'm a fan of. Bill Hicks, very anti-government um, and was anti-government in this case, in this scenario, as it was happening, not like after the fact. I mean, he's been dead for fucking years himself. So I don't know. I remember, I don't know, just hearing him talk about it. Like maybe 15, 20 years ago, I started to be like, yeah, maybe the Branch Davidians were crazy. Maybe they got fucked for this whole thing. But I don't know. If you're interested, watch the documentary, read about it yourself, draw your own conclusions. I love to hear some feedback from the Puminati because this is a fascinating thing. So holler at me on Slack or whatever. But 3.6. 3.6 wacko dicks. I feel like the grades are going up recently. Like, I, you know, I said last year 2019 was the best year uh in the last decade for movies and documentaries have been good lately so i think there's been some 
uh, more and more solid productions. And three point six is a good. I think it's is a good score based on what I usually give things. Yeah, that's like a, the sliding scale of like you're uh, an LA four, but a New York eight or whatever. Exactly. If Jeff will suck three point six of your dicks, that means he's sucking eight of your dicks. <laughs> it's it's really a four point four. Um, Shuddy, do you have uh, some announcements to make? Oh, yes, I do. I'm glad you remembered, or else Dominic would have killed me. Well, I am uh, known for my good memory. Yep. I even texted you about it. Uh, so, this Saturday, May 9th, 2020, 8 p.m. Eastern, MSPH Wrestling 3, enter the Puminati. <laughs> oh, um, man. we'll be streaming on dom's twitch channel uh, twitch.tv slash dom v as in victor 311 uh there are four matches on the card i have the card in front of me we're gonna kick off the night with a triple threat no disqualification match for the inaugural MSPH Women's Championship oh featuring CBG. Curvy Beer Girl. Yep. Versus Red Rage, a.k.a. Blorp. <laughs> versus, Red Rage has an a.k.a. <laughs> well, because Blorp is her uh, slack name. Yeah, and Red Rage is... Uh, uh, versus Margot Robbie. Ooh, champion. Because Miss Money in the Bank is cashing. She's cashing in her money in the bank immediately. She is going to use it in this match. She used it to get into this match. Let me tell you, if I'm if I'm fuck Mary and kill those three, Margot Robbie's going. I'm sick. I'm rolling with the Puminati. (laughs) You guys can come to the fucking. uh, I don't know. I was going to try to think of like a cult name on the fly, but I couldn't. You can come come to my uh, pool home. (laughs) (laughs) then the next match will be the match that dom announced last week the eight-man ladder match for the inaugural msph money in the bank briefcase okay featuring voice of god mike bonesy big sexy shawnee killface uh i don't remember who that is in real life or slack don't die. Yeah, don't die. Thank you. I don't know why Dom did Shawnee kill face. Uh, Ginger and Juice, Spat, Dom, and Clowny Hair. This is one of the advantages to being part of the Puminati um, Patreon and Slack is that you might see yourself in a wrestling event. That is going to be well, a vicious event. The next match is the... 30-man Royal Rumble. Fuck yeah. With two surprise Puminati entrants. Hmm. We're not going to know the surprise until it happens. I it, I literally, it says two surprise Puminati entrants. I don't want to know. I was allowed to have. I, I do not know either. Beautiful. So, Great work, Dom. Thank you. And then, the main event, Fatal Five-Way. First oh, yeah. blood elimination. What's that mean? Just There's gives, so many wrestling gives, terms. 
I don't understand. Fatal so, five ways. Fatal five like way means Kevin, there are four five people in the match. Shut up, Jeff. First blood elimination means that it goes until you fight until you're bloody. And as you get, once you get bloodied, you're done. So it's last man standing. Last blood. How does the video game know if you're bleeding? It, the, it, the video game makes them bleed. Like they're, <laughs> I've ne- but I've never seen any blood in any of the matches. The, I got broken open in the, <laughs> Jeff and I both got our faces busted open in the hardcore championship match in the steel cage. Yeah. We're really selling the fight. All right. And we made the event better. Uh, and right. this will be for the inaugural Mad Scientist Party Hour Television Championship. <laughs> can these belts? They are made. They can are they physical belts? Can, can they be things moving forward? Like I don't want. I don't. I want less inaugural things. Let's keep these. No, no. Let's play these, around these. No, no. In this game, you can create championship belts. So these actually exist. These will be the championships moving forward. And who's who's in that that fatal five way again? I haven't announced it yet. I'm glad you asked. It's it's Jeff Jeff and four dudes, right? It is Kevin Kraft. Not sure what outfit you're going to be wearing. Oh yeah, I could be. I could be pubic zirconia. It could zirconia, be pubic maybe. zirconia, or it could be you. He's he's got a mouth, a butthole, and he'll ski pole. So there's <laughs> the four. The other four guys are good. <laughs> Versus, Shuddy Boy, Jeff Clark, the Mighty Boognish, <laughs> and Arts. Oh man! Oh my goodness! Yes, Boognish and Arts went down on Dom. How nice! How nice of them. <laughs> So no Skeletor in any, in any of the matches, except maybe the the Royal Rumble. Correct. I need because a piece of Skeletor. I need a fucking piece. Of I feel Skeletor. like we need a break from Skeletor. We need to let's, let's give somebody else a chance to win. This is our first official MSPH wrestling. There is, uh, like I said, Dom created those belts. Uh, Shit. I don't know what they look like but I do know that he spent a significant amount of time creating uh, the belt and we'll have our own money in the bank uh, briefcase. And it's, it's Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, right? Correct. 5 p.m. Pacific. Twitch.com. Nope. Isn't it? Hold on. Twitch.tv. Okay. Slash Dom V 311. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I almost want to just fucking buy this full of PS4 so I can I can chime in on the broadcast and I can be like the heel announcer. Yeah, five, 8 p.m. Eastern, Dom's... Uh, uh, what, it's called MSPH. What's Wrestling. it called? It's enter the, enter the enter MSPH. The, enter the Puminati. Enter the Puminati. Because the hey. Puminati now have a presence. It, we are... You know, we've gotten rid of some uh, some of the nonsensical characters. Oh, which reminds me, the we have new participants. Remember the uh, Jamie Lannister, the Hound. Game of Thrones is in this now. 
Jon Snow. Well, I announced this the last time. Yeah, yeah, he he uh, he got rid of some lamer characters that people weren't so excited about, and he got like four Game of Thrones characters in there, or five or something. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah so he announced this last week. All right. Uh, I, I well, was at, I, I asked you guys before. I don't know. You sh- do you have a, a lot to do that night, Kevin? I know you usually do your Zoom uh, family calls those nights. I was thinking maybe we can connect and do like a like a for a fortnight a fortnight stream after after the battle. Yeah, yeah, I should be able to do that. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna let my family know. It's like all right, these fucking things are a little exhausting. Uh, you're, you're not gonna miss me if I sit sit one out. It's you know how Zoom if too many people are talking, it kind of just randomly selects a couple people to feature, and everybody else just gets buried. Oh. My family is a bunch of shrieking, talking over you people. So I pretty much just sit there and throw my hands up in the air while everybody talks at the same time. Did you guys pay for your Zoom? Because I did like a Zoom happy hour with some buddies that my my, my homie organized. Um, But he didn't pay for it, so it kept cutting out after 40 minutes. Well, I ended up actually having to pay for a Zoom subscription. Uh, so Dom and I could do uh, what the fuck did I just watch? Because the software I was using to record the Skype calls uh, was just a demo, and it's been a fucking disaster. I tried to I bought the license, and then they had to email me the key, which took forever. So I just bought Zoom, and now I need to remember that I need to get this purchase refunded. For the fifty dollars for that stupid fucking Jesus, yeah, yeah. I know how to, to tape the Skype calls. I use eCam Recorder, but I didn't think there was a free way to do it. And you thought you stumbled upon a way, and yeah, and it was working be... great. And then, yep, gotcha. Uh, and then it turned out to be a Chinese company that took fifty dollars from me. Take it easy, buddy. Why do they got to be Chinese? Uh, because literally the receipt I got from PayPal said it went to a company in China. Nah, I don't know. You're going to really piss off some blue I'm not, check marks. I'm not. Ke- specifically uh, Kevin. I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm not reaching. I, there's actual evidence that. Uh, um, so, yeah, I have Zoom that we can use if we ever need to. Nice. Cool. No, do you guys, did you buy the paid one? Or do you guys get thrown off every 40 minutes? No, no, I, I have a Zoom subscription. I don't, well, somebody must, in my family must pay for Zoom because oh, they're longer than 40 minutes. Sorry. So, yeah, I, I don't know who the fuck paid for it, but uh, yeah, I, I will make my Saturday um, a Puminati Saturday. Wait, I'm interested in something. So, Shuddy, you and Dom do... Social distancing? What the fuck did I just watch? Mm-hmm. Is that that's just because of the coronavirus, right? Like Correct. before you'd be in. Who's more? Uh, who more wants the social distancing? I guess who's more concerned of the coronavirus? You or him? Not me. He he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to leave his domicile. I don't. We haven't really <laughs> talked nice. about it. This is just how it's been going. Is he um, called a domicile? No, I, he has never referred to it as that ever. Well, hey, you're welcome, that is, Dom. Yeah, that's, you're welcome, Dom. That's solid. I, it, I didn't even get it at first. <laughs> uh, welcome, Dom. Go ahead. It's another gift. Wink. 
but I, he's always been throughout our friendship been not neurotic, just been the more cautious of the two of us. The Cameron of you, I got, I got uh, you. No, he's not nearly that bad, but he is the more cautious and the more look before you leave, less impetuous type. Yeah, uh, I'm all so, big dick energy. I got, uh, yeah, you're like needle dick, no brain energy. Oh, wow. That's, that's like the complete opposite of what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just had to make that correction for the record. I guess BDE is kind of no, no brain. I just, you know, I go dick first. So yeah. whatever. Uh, I got an email here from... Uh, Brady in Alberta says, I've been loving the movie reviews and I was wondering if you've heard of the new VOD thriller Vivarium with Jesse Eisenberg and Jeff's girl imagining poops. It's fucked. It's fucked with me since I watched it and I would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, I would also like to recommend the new FX comedy Dave that is loosely based on little Dickie's rap career. My wife and I are obsessed with him now. Uh, uh-oh. And... Lil last... Dicky is very good. I'll take your word for it. Uh, and lastly, I'd like to include an image of where I listen to your show from. Believe it or not, driving this gets extremely boring, and I couldn't do it without you guys. I hope you stay safe. And P.S. Chef Boyardee is goddamn delicious. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Thanks, um, Brady. I have not seen the Jesse Eisenberg Imagining Poops VOD thriller Vivarium, but if it fucked with You're your head, You're an Eisenberg I'm fan too, aren't you? Uh, I guess so. Oh, wow. So he, he drives like a huge, huge like dump truck looking thing. Some big excavator. This thing's fucking... This looks like something out of Avatar. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you guys. Um, speaking of Jesse Eisenberg and Imagining Poops... I did just so happen to watch a movie over the weekend featuring both of them, which Shuddy Boy has seen. The uh, 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 the Art of Self-Defense? Yes. It was weird. Uh, it's, Wasn't that a ripoff of your movie? That's what I was worried about, but nowhere near. So okay. I, I watched it, and it started out a little weird, like, it's very muted colors and dry, super, super dry sense of humor. And then it got way funnier in the middle. And I was like, all right, I fuck with this movie. And then it just gets dark as dark as fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. I did not expect that coming. And it just gets really, really, really dark. And I feel like if it, if it had that tone of darkness from the beginning, I would have probably been into it more, but it was just, it was like they Frankenstein two different movies together, and I just didn't get it. Uh, so I wasn't a huge fan, but the parts I liked, I, I did like. You know, it held my attention. Watched the whole damn thing, but yeah. Dude, there's my Jesse Eisenberg imagining poop story. I'm blown away by the size of this fucking truck. This guy. Did... Yeah, it's massive. What the fuck? He he drives that? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't... all day, and he, he gets do? bored. What, what is that? That's him. Isn't that him standing next to it? <laughs> I can't tell because the person is so tiny. Guy. It looks like it could be a Lego guy. 
Look at the size of the tires. They're bigger than the other truck it's behind. It's in, it's in front of. Well, that might be a little bit of forced perspective. Yeah, that truck's probably the same size as the one in front of it. Nah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I agree to disagree. Oh, look, it's like 500 times bigger than the building's way, way, way behind it. Brady's a good dude. <laughs> no, it's a lot bigger than the clouds. Yeah, interesting. He's always been super nice to us when we've seen him in Vegas, him and his wife. Yes. Courtney? <laughs> right, Courtney? I, I think I fucked this up a couple of times. I think I called her Brady once in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Uh, I, Jesus. I, uh, you know, I'm not my soberest in Vegas. I'll tell you that. Um, what else did he, what else did he say? He had a specific thing that I wanted to address too. Oh, the and, FX and comedy Dave based on little Dicky. Oh, Dave's got some bars. Uh, little Dicky, excuse me, has some bars and someone, I think Puminati, someone else like slid in my DMS or hollered at me somehow. I was like, yo, Dave is fucking legit. I think like a poon. Yeah, yeah. I love that you use slid into your DMs in that way. In between dick pics, they recommended the show on FX. That was awesome. <laughs> I had to come through dick pics. But because I think it means something. It, I think you think it means something different than it actually means. So while this dude was trying to fuck me, he told me about this FX show. Well, Shuddy, I'm a big believer that People put context into words, all right? There's a lot of different words I can use that can mean different things. And I don't know. I just thought the phrase, I thought the phrase slid in the DMs is more wide open than that. I, I, I hear what you're saying, though. Yeah. It's more for, like, perverted sexual shit. Yeah, it's it's more a sign of thirst than re- than than FX right. TV recommendations. All right, so I got a dick pic, and apparently Dave is really good. So, according to the Puminati. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get out of here, why don't we check in with some voicemails? Yay! I, I did have a question for you guys then too. It's right, not it. important. Uh, when you guys get into the shower, okay? Do Wait, you can enter... we do the RBQ? Can you play the drum? Oh yeah. This is a random oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it for is. sure that a random brain question. That uh, counts. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. question. When you guys get into the shower, do you slide the curtain towards the shower head and enter on the far side? Or do you open the curtain away from the shower head and get in on the shower head side? I don't have a, a very strong take on this, but I I know I always get on the um, the the far side always every time, and I I don't know I don't like think it's I don't know like yeah I do think it's weird to, to jump in faucet side because you don't you don't know if that's going to be the optimal temperature. I like to like have the 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 shower head have the the water hit my feet so I can kind of like you know. And I guess dip my toes in the water, figure out if it's the right temp, and then I submerge my body under the the shower head. But I, I don't know. I I don't think and, that much about it. I think it's that weird other way. I mean, what about like you, wiping, Kevin? Wiping back uh, front to back. Well, let's just back let Jeff finish babbling. Sorry, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. I actually have a defective shower. 
So I noticed this when I knew it. Jeff started taking showers at my place, and then when he would leave and go to work and I would wake up, there'd be two inches of water on my bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then all of a sudden it started happening to me. And I was like, oh shit. Maybe I'm as goofy as Jeff is. But there's, I guess that back lip, because I have like one of those tub showers, you know, that most people have. That back ledge has like a river divot in it. So you can't really twist the shower head down any further. So water is constantly spraying it when it's on. And it just dumps all of that water into my bathroom. So what I have to do now is take that inner shower curtain lining, wrap it around and press it up against the back tub and then turn the shower on while it heats up. So now I get in on the handle side, which isn't ideal, but it's the only way I can see to not get water all over the place. In a perfect world, though, you would get in from the far side. But your circumstances don't allow that, is how I'm hearing this. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, because you want it, the the easiest way to do it is to, like Jeff said, you test the temperature of your water of the water with your feet, so you don't burn the rest of yourself. Now, when I get in on the on the faucet side, I have to cower like a weirdo and then stick my hand out to see if it's comfortable. It is surprising how many people get in faucet side. Hmm. I put yeah. it on our Twitter and uh, it was where did that even come from? Sharon asked that of me. I think Saturday night she saw a meme or something about it. And she's like marital issues. She's a faucet cider. Oh, Uh, you need a bail bail. Now (laughs) you're in a house divided. Sell the house. We cut it. She doesn't say anything, and I don't say anything because uh, it doesn't bother me. But there is definitely a constant having to change the position of the shower head, and now I understand why. So, like, when if I shower after her, the shower head is pointed; re- it's really high up on the back side of the tub. Because she gets in on the faucet side, so she needs more clearance to step into the water. Whereas when I get in, I adjust it so it's pointing more towards the drain so I can get in and dip my toe, you know, make sure that it's uh, the appropriate temperature. All right. Honestly, I'm so (laughs) happy that, not, not that happy, but. I'm a little relieved that you said what you did, Kevin, because I, I really felt like terrible about that whole thing. I really did. And I and I thought there was something wrong with the shower. But then again, you've been living there for how long and you never had the issue. So I was like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I've been living here for over a year and it never happened. And then it happened to you a couple of times. And I was like, man, what the hell is Jeff doing? Because a lot of times, too, did you ever like, did you fuck with my shower head when you got in? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so like the shower head was aimed towards the rest of the bathroom. So I was like, oh, Jeff's just like turning the shower on and f- straight up filling my bathroom with water before he hops in. So what the hell is this guy doing? So I, he's warming up the, sh- the bathroom floor with the hot shower water for when he gets out. I guess what we're figuring out is that I'm so anti flossed side that I don't want the water even somewhat hitting. Like, I want to. <laughs> 
Yeah, I want to sneak I, into the hot water. It just always, like, every time I got in the shower after you had already showered and left for work, and I w- went to readjust the shower head, I'm like, why doesn't Jeff just angle it against the fucking wall on one side and not towards the open bathroom? Yeah, I don't know. My bad, bro. I, fe- I felt horrible about it, but I know I-, I feel a little bit better now that you're dealing with some similar shit. Yeah, it's I'm going to... I got a defective shower. Buy buy into that fucking wackadoodle who's uh, always putting boats back together with his silly putty. <laughs> I get that guy shit and just slap it on the back of my tub so water goes down into the tub and not out into the damn bathroom. You're talking about <sighs> the flex seal. Yeah, yeah, that fucking happy man frog that's always on my TV. Uh, all right, let's get into some of these voicemails. Oh. All right, I know what this is. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. Tiny wieners have willing more quarantine days. Wiener size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny wiener. Sounds like arts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was did you make caca? I got I got hit with that. Uh, so they're saying of all ago. of us have tiny wieners? Is that what they're saying? I guess so. Or is it... all, all three of us got to take our tiny dicks in quarantine. What was the area code of that call? 330. What is that? DC? Maryland? I can see Shuddy's looking that up. In the meantime. Yeah, this is Jeff from Michigan. Uh, Ohio. Jack of all trades on Slack. So I'm not uh, on Kirby Beer Girl. Uh, just letting you guys know you're killing it. I appreciate the all the work to put these out during all the quarantine and everything. Uh, I'm a nurse at two hospitals. I work in critical care in the emergency department. Uh, it's been long days, very daunting, and having the drive back and forth where I can listen to you guys' bullshit uh, cracks me up, makes me think about other stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, keep it up. Damn. Shout out to you, man. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, glad we can help yeah. you feel a little bit better and keep you hyped for work. Yeah. And most importantly, we appreciate you listening. Thank, thank you, and thanks for your your hard work and yeah, I keep know. it up. You know, you, we're gonna my, need it. My sister <laughs> was in those you know emergency rooms. Thankfully, they you know New York has flattened the curve and they're not as overwhelmed as they were, so they don't need as many volunteers. And luckily, they they let my sister go back to her day job. But are I, they doing elective surgeries again in New York? That I don't know. Because they're just starting to allow that in Pennsylvania. They're allowing it in Beverly Hills. I know that. They got to keep the wrink- <laughs> the wrinkly rich people happy. Did but, they uh, really stop? I know. I know how like how like how you know taxing that was on my sister, and you know being around all that death and suffering just can't be easy. So thank you, thank you for what you're doing, and I I really hope you stay safe, man. I'm glad we're able to to help ease ease the blow of that in some way, shape, or form. You know, none of us are, despite the name of the podcast, actual scientists. 
So the best we can do to contribute is throw some dicks, dick jokes out there into the universe and... Um, <laughs> throw some dicks <laughs> at you. Yeah. yeah. Glad it's helping, man. Uh, check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Got another one here. Let's see. Hey, guys. This is Russ from Atlanta. A couple nice. weeks ago, you guys were talking about shit this mic, and you couldn't seem to remember where he got his nickname from. I think that it happened when he called in and left a voicemail about how he was trying to cup his fart in the shower to make more noise out of it, and then he ended up with a handful of diarrhea shit. So maybe I'm right. I think I am. Anyway, love the show. <laughs> didn't we? Didn't somebody hit us with a with an audio clip of that? I think Shuddy Boy named Shit Fist Mike. Yeah, yeah because of Russ that right exact now. situation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Russ is right. It was Shuddy who came up with it. <laughs> good, good memory. Uh, all right, got one more. Oh, oh boy, I peeked. I snuck a look at the at the the spoiler alert, and I don't think this guy's happy with me. Nice, you Except you are. Time to party arts, Lee Cole. Um, Lee I Cole, no, I lost Lee Cole. <laughs> oh. Lee Cole's usually in my corner. We'll see how this goes. Uh, yeah, that's not a corner you want to live in. I love Lee Cole. What's up, Matt Dines, Party Arts, Lee Cole. Um, I just want to call and criticize Kevin because, <laughs> man, you guys live in this bubble in L.A. that's not realistic. And it's like, oh, now I'm going to wear a mask and I day drink now by having two beers. And it's just this, this plague is coming. The plague's coming. No, dude, it's like nothing. And it's been proven that it's a little cold. And the old people die. And if you wear a mask, you're a sheep. So I'm not going to wear a mask. All right. After this voicemail that's only halfway through, I am very glad he's in Jeff's corner and not mine. Yeah. Well, that, in all of Idaho, there's only been 20 cases yesterday. Fire right now. And I drive around. I go to these truck stops, and they're packed with people. Nobody's wearing masks. This is one big news propaganda media. The global tricoms are coming to get us, oh and this is God. their bullshit. This is a test. No, I'm mostly joking, but kind of <laughs> really believe that stuff. But uh, anyway, um, suck a mask and suck the coronavirus. Later. Dude, I was nodding. when I guess he was joking, but I had my right fist up. Like, we're, like yeah. there's the 72 Olympics. Well, I invite both of you um, super cool edgelords to go volunteer in an ER. Why don't you go see for yourself? I have nothing Might to I recommend bring to the, ER. the one that my uh, sister was at? Nah, your sister is a qualified, skilled professional. I'm not, so they want oh, me to go over there. It's and... fake, so you, you have nothing to worry about. It's the cold. You're not going to get. Yeah, it's nothing. But there's nothing I can add to the to the game plan. You can be Patch Adams. You can bring your your big Humor? dick energy, Jeff. Yeah, go in there and tell some silly jokes to the people that are fake suffering from a fake illness. I would love to, but they usually close those kind of places down. So the whole thing, to just kind of Lee, Lee Cole's thing, I hear, I hear you. Um, like, if, but you know, very specifically, like I can't go into a public place without a mask. Like, there's no my feelings. Anyone's feelings in LA are irrelevant. I mean, you need a mask. It doesn't, you know. So like. Yeah, I'm kind of a pussy, but I don't know. I don't. It's not. I don't wear one all the. T- every like, 
all the time, but I have to to go to a public place. I don't know. There's nothing. There's no. There's no workaround. That's it. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to poke holes in the entire world, all of the world leaders getting together and making a fake pandemic. Because as we all know, pandemics, there's no such thing of those. Look in the history books. There's never been a pandemic. They are fake. All, like other countries were shutting down before it even got to us. So how is this like an American fake news thing? Like you can't just scream fake news at things you don't like and they go away. Like if a doctor diagnoses you with cancer, you can't say fake news and you don't have cancer. Like, sorry, sometimes reality Maybe. is just reality. <clears throat> yeah, Man, I, I mean, wish somebody you know, called in with like a funnier I... uh, voicemail <laughs> ahead of that one. Jesus, that's that's the last voicemail we have. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my grandmother um, tested positive for COVID this past weekend. So it's something that you know I'm my family's dealing with as well. If it goes, how is she doing with it? Is she having severe symptoms? Nope, she's asymptomatic at the well, moment. Well, that's good at least. Yeah, I mean, Knock I think. Knock on wood. Yeah, my my grandmother's a very tough lady. I I I think she'll be fine and make it through it. And if she doesn't, my family will act accordingly. Um, but I don't. It doesn't change my stance and how we as a people should be handling this and how the government should be handling this. And that's probably all I'll say. That was a respectful way to say that. Yeah. You couldn't have said it better. I know a lot of people are hurting out there. It sucks. We, um, we've made a lot of poor choices as a species, you know? And this is God... Earth, the universe, Mother Nature's response. And, you know, for all the shitty things we've done, seeing global warming, creating viruses in labs, eating bats, whatever, how the fuck this happened, we all should be taking the L. I all think, right, well, Jesus, does anybody have anything, like, funny to say in closing? Did anybody, <laughs> anybody shit their pants this past week? I, we can, anybody well, shark? Yeah, we can kind of tease... Did you get a boner uh, at the supermarket, Jeff? Is there any, like... I scored today at CVS. Um, I got fudge brownie M&M's. What? They'll, they'll be on a snack attack. Hold oh, on. I didn't even know that was a thing. Supposed to do this with Shuddy. Maybe we still can. Birthday cake. Oh, Kit we Kat. still can. I oh. still have mine. I didn't eat it yet. Hoping you could find one. Found we, one. Could do, we could do a Zoom snack attack. Man, I didn't even... I didn't find anything seen- cool. I went to. I had to go to Target today to get a refill of my fucking prescription, have and you guys- I finally got to see the the tiramisu Oreos. But those are so old school now; it's not even fucking worth buying them. I haven't seen those, but have you guys seen the chocolate marshmallow Oreos? Yeah, I, I think have those not. have been around for a minute, right? I've seen those at Target like before the plague hit. They are my new favorite Oreo. I've never seen this. There's a chocolate marshmallow. Yeah, seen I've had. Yeah, I polished off a family-sized bag of them this weekend. <laughs> Wait, I mean, they're already the in family help. size. Yeah, it's okay. So it's an Oreo cookie, but it's got marshmallow bits in the cookie. Okay, and then it's got like a chocolate marshmallow cream. I don't. I don't remember this. Have we done it? And I usually I have a memory for these things. I don't think we've done it, but I do remember seeing that at like Target or Ralph's or something and being like, eh, 
That seems a little too close to original Oreo flavor. I don't even know if I would oh, taste the difference. No, you de- you do. They're hmm. they're fantastic. All right, all right. Uh, another thing that I'm going to snack attack sometime this month, probably this week. Uh, I've seen this around a couple times, though, but I've never gotten them. Creamy, uh, creamy yogurt dipped Skittles. I don't know if you guys have tried these. No. Heard of them, anything. Man, you've stumbled upon a snack gold mine. Yeah, and I got a second munch edit case coming. I got a gold, my first gold belly case coming. So we got some shit on the uh, on the docket. Yeah, coming down uh, on the pipe in the pipeline for snack attack. So I'm excited. That's my okay. uh, more cheerful and positive way to to end the MSPH. I know it got a little depressing back there. Yeah, Jesus it sucks. All right, well, at least there's the Easter egg to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for listening uh, if you need more MSPH in your life might I point you towards patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour got tons of shit there and as I always say if you're a new subscriber you unlock whatever tier you join you unlock all the previous shit so we've been at this for a couple years now and developed quite the library of, of things to listen to and watch and enjoy and we've stepped it up and created more stuff just to keep we know people need more shit to keep them busy uh while they're quarantined so <laughs> check it out if if you're in need uh and if you want to be a part of voicemails yay just call 201-472-0139 or as always you can just shoot your emails to mad science or mad scientist at riotcast.com you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft, at Shuddy Boy, at Jeffro Records, and at MSPH Podcast. Uh, also, speaking of that, I feel like I should point out that screen, that text change screenshot we put up there. That we were joking. Jeff and I weren't fighting. Felt like people took that one a little too seriously when that really? got posted. Yeah, seemed like people. Got a little up in arms over that. It's like, ah, I, I kind of just figured we could share that little slice of of texting back and forth, and people would be like, oh, look, they bust each other's balls like they do on the podcast. But I think people took that as Jeff and I were really pissed at each other. And they were mad at you. Yeah. Yeah, you are a fucking pussy. The thing I starts with, with Jeff saying, fuck. The, right. thing, the text chain starts with Jeff saying, fuck you, Kevin. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, Kevin's an asshole. <laughs> Why did he make Jeff say fuck you to him? Yeah, you're a piece of shit, Oh, my Kevin. God. But, yeah, it's That's jokes. essentially our Fortnite stream. All right, yeah, I know. Serious. Like, all right, we'll, we'll go back to just using the, the, the Instagram account for promoting new episodes. We'll play it safe from now on. Uh, Shuddy, you got anything? Nope, I got nothing. You got that fucking skinny-ass blunt. That's what you got. How is that, by the way? How is your first blunt now that we're at the end of the show? It hasn't canoed once, uh, and it's delightful. <laughs> it's just the it, – it's probably more weed than I need to smoke in one sitting, uh, but it's not too much that for smoking the whole thing during the show, uh, I'm not going to be able to function. Well, well, I mean, You look like you can't the, see right now. 
No, I'm good, <laughs> and I've got some hard-hitting news to deliver in the pa- oh, shit. Patreon, so I've uh, got to be... Breaking news. I no longer have eyeballs. The one thing, the one thing I don't have uh, or even anything that I can use for it... Oh, I guess I could get the needle nose pliers out of the toolbox. I don't have a roach clip. Oh. And that is going to become a problem with this facial hair. Oh, <laughs> Oh, an unforeseen facial hair hurdle I never anticipated. Good thing I can't, I, despite all this, I still can't grow a man beard, so I think I'm in the clear here. All right, friends, well, thank you for listening, but until next time, ooh, something. Check, 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 check. Ooh, we got levels. Oh boy. Oh boy. Forgot to plug in the old iPad. Uh oh. Meow. Do 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 do. Check, check, check. Let's see. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 Okay. Baking with Jeffy Cakes works. Uh, not that we have one lined up for today. Oh. What's up? Making sure. Making sure I got the levels. Now for the true test. Skype. Will it work? First try this time? Yeah. We shall see. Oh. Oh. Yo. What up, Shuddy? Not much. Uh, you look very Nintendo-y today. <laughs> really? Why? Well, I have the the backgrounds blurred. Is, no, you're just like um, more pixeled than usual. <laughs> so are you, actually. Yeah, this front-facing camera is shit. I got a new corporate work laptop. Uh, and today was the first day using it on the show and my zoom I looked like a, an etch-a-sketch next to everybody else's video feed I looked horrible they're not using the same equipment well my streak of being a human EMP is only limited to MSPH so the initial corporate laptop that they sent me uh, started malfunctioning. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, so then the stopped door. letting me download attachments. So nice. uh, they also have them very protected, so uh, I can't transfer. Uh, Jesus Christ, Jeff. what are you doing? 
couple hours for it. Yeah. All right. Is there a sure. way to mute? Yeah. There is. Okay. Oh my God, that was rough. What was Bill sitting right next to the microphone? I don't even think he has the microphone plugged in yet. Oh, it was his laptop mic. What was that nonsense he was trying to do last week with his phone? Trying to be all sexy and shit. Like he's still trying to. Uh, he doesn't realize we have him muted. Uh-oh. I don't know how to unmute him. But Cheech was wearing the OG Puminati shirt. Uh-oh. Now that I've muted Jeff, I can't unmute him. Oh, no. What a shame. I guess we'll have to do it old school, just you and I. Up oh, and now, now he left. I had to Great. boot him. Now he's pissed. That was the only option was to boot him. Oh boy, this is just gonna further the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Jeff, can you see us? Yeah, I can hear you. torture on my audio setting. Do I sound better? Do I sound okay? As per usual, you're super, super quiet. I do now, my other podcast and it's fine. Yeah, now you're on a really crazy delay. Like your lips start moving and then we hear you a couple seconds later. I don't know. My internet's working. All right, now your video is synced up, but you're still super quiet. How about now? That's better. I have to make out the microphone. <laughs> he just looked like the guy from Mask with his face turned to the side. Sorry, yeah, I'm it's just handling a work email. It's weird. Like, when last week when Jeff was turning his head to the side and the background blur was erasing part of his hair this time it erased part of his face <laughs> i'm in a different room than last time too i don't know why your audio is so crappy today it's real bad i don't know either is there a volume adjustment on your machine nope sounds like a pretty crappy machine what do you plug the mic cable into my computer yeah, this is really bad. I don't know. It sounds horrible, but you usually do something to fix it. Hmm. That knob just isn't available anymore? Oh, Jesus. Am I any better? No. Am I any better now? Well, now no, you're now you're the from the laptop speaker. Am I any better now? No. Exactly the same. <laughs> well, at least it's not me this time. Am I better now? You're not coming through the microphone at all. You're coming through your laptop. How about now? Back to being quiet. There's got to be something that adjusts the mic volume. What do you usually do when we start the show and we're like, hey, Jeff, you're super quiet, and then all of a sudden you're regular volume? Nothing. I just keep talking like this into the microphone. 
I don't ever do anything. So, there's no button. There's no magic button. Sometimes. Why are it's not you loud on. now? What? Out of nowhere, you just got loud. I don't know. Nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, we're good now. Yep. We're out of the right. twilight zone. All right. Cool. Woo! Oh, boy. Oh, man. I ate way too quick before this. I can't tell if I have to poop or barf. Where where do you get Italian takeout around there? Uh, Michelli's. I'm sure you've driven by it a bunch of times. It's mm-hmm. it's on Ventura. They got a couple locations. The the one thing I don't like about that place is when you dine in there, sometimes the waiters will come to your table and sing at you. And I'm well on the the record. I don't like people singing at me. So that makes the me The beard's feel looking good, Kevin. Thanks, but um it's it looks horrible in person. I I keep saying this and I swear it. Head on, it looks it looks okay. From the sides, it still looks like um, I need to hit puberty. Like there's all this salted earth. Yeah, it's because you ha- don't let that grow in, so it's going to take a while. Keep at it though. It's worth it. It's like bald spots though. Like is, if no it, hair is no hair is growing there whatsoever. Like it's smooth. Before as- I let the the beard grow in fully, I had patches down here where I didn't grow hair. And now when I trim it back, there's hair there. No shit. Just letting it grow. Yeah. So the skin that never grows hair knows to just not even bother because I'm shaving his homies? I I don't know how it works. I'm not. You're not a beard scientist? Yeah, I'm not. Come on. You're supposed to be the beard uh, aficionado of MSPH. I'm not the follicle, (laughs) the hair follicle... Uh, I can't come up with a good one yeah. on the fly. Hold on. I filmed a video, another one of those drink videos for Patreon yesterday. And when I was looking at, I fixed the lighting. I put like a lighting thing blasting on me. And when I look back at the video, it looks like somebody took a dump and wiped their poopy butt on the side of my face. And just left like a tiny skid mark where a section of sideburn should be. And then the rest of it just looks like completely unshaven face. If this doesn't, if this shit doesn't write itself by the time quarantine's over, I gotta, I gotta just weed whacker this thing off. Wait, you're talking about quarantine with Kevin 04 or number four? No, this one is a Cinco de Mayo one, so I'm gonna post it tomorrow morning. Nice. So, tequila? Yeah, mezcal drink. Cool, man. Yeah, just luck of the draw. Just happened to work out that Saloon Box sent me one mezcal drink. I don't think it was a luck of the draw kind of thing. I think they did it specifically because Cinco de Mayo was coming. Well, then shout out to them. What it, is that a caveman coffee? It sure is. I miss those. Hey, can you mail mail a couple down here? Have him just put them on his front steps. You know, put him outside the apartment and swing by and pick him up. Yeah, drive up to Studio yeah, City. We'll do, do some safe distancing. <laughs> Man, I had to oh. do some bitch ass shit like that this this over this weekend. I had to go pick up Jason Ellis' iPad to try and load it up with new sound bites and stuff and 
had to do the old leave it in your mailbox, I'll grab it, and drive off like a fucking creep. Did either one of you push back on that? Was he like, no, come on, dude, come inside? Yeah, which was it one or both of you that was like, let's keep our distance? Oh, it was for sure my idea, and I could tell in the way, like, I'm just good at reading people's text responses, uh, and I could tell that Jason was just like, all right, I'll, I'll humor you, dummy. It's in the mailbox. Go get it. It's not a dumb thing. I think it's more of a vaginal thing, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, man, I didn't watch this yet. The quarantine with Kevin, the number four. Some people make. Oh, you did one of your Mai Tais? Yeah. Nice, dude. I miss that stuff. I miss hanging with you, Kevin. We gotta I miss get hanging this... with you too, man. I miss hanging with both you guys, even though Shoddy's only out here like once or twice a year. Yeah, yeah well. I miss my homies. Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I I thought I read somewhere that they're starting to reopen parts of California. Yeah. I know a couple beach cities won like a lawsuit against California to reopen. Well, our, our friend uh, Ginger and Juice was telling me that um, some like senator sued the governor of Illinois or something over, you know, the, the quarantine stay in place orders and won. But all he did was get himself freed from quarantine. So they're like, "Okay, go ahead. You can, you can, you can leave, and you can go and walk the streets and look at all the closed businesses." <laughs> yeah, go to the mall that you can't get inside. Yeah, but I, from what I hear, they're trying to roll out more retail stores opening and opening, like are offering curbside. So you just call them in advance, tell them what you want, give them your credit card number. And then give them a ring when you're parked out front, and then they just run out with your bags, which, I don't know, I'm kind of into that. Quarantine might bring some stuff into everyday life that I'm kind of okay with. I've been on the record for a couple of years now saying I fuck with bowing. I think bowing's cool. I'd rather bow to some me and someone bow than shake their hands. That could be a thing. Sometimes I don't want to go into a damn store. Just bring me my shit. That's kind of cool. I like a good handshake or a fist bump. I'm bummed out that they seem to be on their final days. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hear a few people, uh, or a few podcasts that I enjoy saying, yeah, I'm not going to be shaking anyone's hand or fist bumping for a while afterwards. I just can't, I don't know. I can't wrap my mind around that thinking or like, I don't know. I'm going to be weirded out the first time I try to, like, you know, greet someone or extend my hand for a handshake. I'm like, eh, no, I think it's better off we don't. Oh, what, are we, what are we doing here? Do I, uh, elbow, fist, pop, hand? <laughs> do, I, do I give you a little smooch? What are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't wash my hands uh, after the bathroom for a long time, and that never fucked with anyone but coronavirus. He's so gross. You are just fucking gross. Heathen. I am. You're I am pretty gross. A straight up ghoul. Yeah. I I operate irregularly. Did you see my last snack attack? Did some dog food. I was yes. pumped about it. Yes, that was very entertaining. I enjoyed Have that. Have you ever eaten much. dog food? Yeah. Not bad. I mean, you know, sometimes. <laughs> it's just you you have to work should, so hard to you chew should. it. Do, if you're going to do dog food, you should do wet dog food. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm oh, white. man, I'm that white. could be a good Oscar Dry punishment. Dry dog food is, you know. Oscar, 
anyone is brave, can be brave enough to do dry dog food. If there's That's anything that, that, like, if they even hold the 2021 Oscars, because uh, they're basically just going to put, like, Sonic the Hedgehog versus Extraction for every, every award. But, like, if there actually is Oscars this year, the loser has to, like, eat a can of wet dog food out of a bowl on their hands and knees. I don't even think we need to do on hands and knees. Just do that during the the episode. You just ha- you have to finish uh, a can of dog food during the episode, or there's an even worse punishment. <laughs> you have to eat one of Jeff's Thanks. turd logs. <laughs> That's not. I, I say we table that and bring it back up come Oscar season. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That could be. There could be no Oscars this year. Yeah, unless Damn. they just start um, releasing stuff straight to VOD. Well, I thought they said that they were going to relax the restriction on having to be in theaters for this year. I mean, they've they've had. I mean, Marriage Story was. I guess when Netflix puts a movie out, they rent a couple theaters to hit the bare minimum. Of having a theatrical release so it can qualify, but that's why Tommy Wiseau um, put, like, on top of the millions and millions of dollars he put up to make the room, he put up even more money to get theaters to show it so it could qualify for Oscars. What a champion. What a champion. Oh, Mitch. Uh, can you guys hear the uh, buttons? Uh-oh. Big meaty erection. Clear <laughs> yes. butt goo. Clear butt goo. I can hear it. Sounds great. Sweet. All right, should we start this? From so, ha- wait, wait. So, something just clicked uh, that I need to... How is it that you can get new sound clips on Jason Ellis's iPad, but can't seem to do it for ours. I'm glad you asked. I couldn't. I had to drive it over to Andrew, and he had to load them up. And he couldn't even get it to work on his work laptop or personal laptop. He has to have his wife's work laptop load the buttons. What? I don't. I I, I don't thought know, you man. had him, Shuddy. I really did. Uh, had him. And what did you do when you got to Andrew's? Did you just sit outside while he did it? Or? Actually, he came by this morning and picked it up. So I just ran it out front of my my building and gave it to him. Uh, but yeah, I, did you throw it, or did you actually like? You know, I handed it to him. I had my fucking my va- my veggie. Andrew, I had my like nine mask feet on. tall, so his arms are like five feet long. So yeah, we were still social Kevin's distancing. To his, they're out. They're over six feet apart. Interesting. All right. Well, my bad. I guess I didn't factor that in. Andrew's wingspan. <laughs> yeah. From Los Angeles, Uh-oh. California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 